From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, the losses from FTX are starting to pile up. We're going to talk about that today on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. So I just want everybody to know, I read all the comments, all the emails that come into the show, to my email, to Apple Podcasts, and I saw a change. We went from a 4.7 star podcast to a 4.6. That means some people don't like the content, don't like the format, don't like me. I'm not too sure. But the thing I always want to emphasize on this show is that we should have an open discussion so I can make the show better for you, make the show better in general. If you don't like the format, you don't like my style, you don't like my politics, you don't like my opinions, my ideology, what I think about the space, let me know. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-A-A-R-O-N at Decrypt.co. So we could discuss it. I can take your feedback and I can put it back into the show because without the criticisms, I can't make a good show. And I think that everything's good. But the only criticism I have is it's going down, but I don't know why. So I want your feedback. So please, unless you're a troll, don't click a one star on Apple Podcasts. Write me an email and let's discuss. And maybe together we can make the best damn crypto news show in the industry. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 10.33 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at... $16,960, up 2.7% in 24. Ethereum's number two at $1,267, up 2.2%. Tether's number three. Binance is number four at 279 up 0.2%. And USDC's number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have BUSD, XRP, Cardano, Doge is at 8.7 cents, up 2.7%. And Matic is at number 10, up 3.5% at 95.1 cents. The total market cap is at $850 billion, up 1.7%. We have a BTC dominance of 38.2 and an F dominance of 18.2. And there's a couple tokens we have to look at before we get into the news. The first one is Serum Token, ticker SRM. It rose 60% in 24 hours. It's sitting at 30.5 cents. There's some news to go along with this. I'll let you know that in a minute, but completely weird. Also, FTX token. We know what's going on here, and so I don't understand why it's up 25%. It's at 181. Its 24-hour high is $1.96. Its market cap grew to almost $600 million. I just don't know what is going on. Are people aping into FTX token to try to see if it does pump, they get you know a little bit of money? Well, somebody just made 25% off this, so I don't know why. Look, they're broke. They're bankrupt. The, the token has went down 90%. I don't know who is doing this, but really, I don't know if this is a good move, whoever's doing this. Anyway, FTX token, FTT, is up 
25% in 24 hours. Moving into today's headlines, and like I said, the losses are starting to pile up, the body count is rising, and look, in the wake of this FTX, FTT, Alameda, SBF debacle, we're going to be talking about this for probably the next couple weeks, and I apologize for that. Hopefully, there's more news coming out as well. I mean, but this is what basically the whole crypto space is focused on right now, is what is the downstream, the domino effects of FTT? FTX, Alameda going sits up. We don't know yet, but we're starting to get reports of who is affected. And we have to pay attention to this because this is the backbone, the foundation of a lot of different aspects of this space. So let's get into that. All right, let's start off with Liquid Global. Its fiat and crypto withdrawals have been suspended in compliance with the requirements of voluntary Chapter 11 proceedings in the United States. The Liquid Group and all its subsidiaries, including Japan-based coin, and Singapore-based coin corporation were acquired by FTX in an undisclosed deal earlier this year. We don't know how much money is locked up right now. As we all know, FTX's hot wallets were drained by hackers and they walked away with around $650 million in altcoins and they made several cross-chain transactions to cash out. According to data from SoulScan, the hacker's Solana address owns nearly 145,000 Sol and around 27.5 million USDT. In total, the hacker holds nearly $338 million worth of altcoins and is the 35th largest Ethereum holder, according to data from Etherscan. How much is that? Well, around 228.5 million Ethereum. Yikes. Also has around 108.4 million BNB, 1.65 million DAI, and Avalanche hosts around 3.97 million in Tether stablecoin USDT in the hacker's wallet. However, Paxos, they were smart, and they froze over $19 million of their crypto assets, or 11,184 tokens, of their PAXG native stablecoin tokens. More than a million creditors could have claims against bankrupt exchange FTX. In fact, there could be more than a million creditors in these Chapter 11 cases. Some good news, though, and some interesting news. FTX lawyers, they have proposed, instead of submitting a top 20 list of creditors, they're submitting a top 50 list of creditors by Friday. So let's look for that news and wait for that news. This is a little bit weird. Saturday, Alameda Research moved $36 million worth of funds, $31 million worth of BitDAO tokens, $5 million of Sushi Bar tokens, and $1 million worth of Render tokens. Yesterday, the firm also tried to move $1.7 million worth of Ethereum to four separate wallets. But Etherscan says that the transfer failed because the wallets didn't have enough funds to cover the gas. Totally weird. Why? Here, I'll let you know. One of the wallets tried to move 936F worth approximately $1 million at the time, but either scan shows that the gas fee failed and the gas would have been around 46 guay, which is only a fraction of a penny. Why didn't the wallets have enough F to cover this? Who knows? But users are able to specify how much they're willing to pay towards gas for a transaction. So hypothetically, it could be the case that whoever controls that Alameda Research wallet didn't want to pay 46 gray to move $1 million worth of F. Again, super strange. As we know, there's been fallout in FTX, not only when it comes to institutional investors and retail investors, but also a lot of these deals that they inked up last year or the year before. And some of these deals, including the Golden State Warriors, 
are set to pause their FTX-related promotions. They're going to end their $10 million sponsorship agreement with the exchange that they inked back in December of 21. They're not the only ones. NBA's Miami Heat also cut ties with the fatal exchange, putting its 19-year and $135 million sponsorship agreement to an end after they renamed their stadium to FTX Arena in June of 21. Again, they're not the only one. Brazilian esports organization Furia, F-U-R-I-A, they inked a deal with FTX, and they're also removing branding. Sino Global, a blockchain and digital asset-focused investment firm, today revealed its losses. They had direct exposure to FTX in the mid-seven figures. They said this in quote, Our direct exposure to FTX exchange was confined to mid-seven figures held in custody. Our investment into the equity of FTX was made prior to the launch of our fund, and we did not invest any LP capital into FTX. Like many of you, they continued, we trusted FTX to be a good actor committed to pushing the industry forward. We deeply regret that misplaced trust. The Solana Foundation is coming out to talk about their exposure to FTX. The Solana Foundation said that it had approximately $1 million worth of cash or equivalent on FTX as of November 6th. And that was right before the site stopped processing withdrawals. Those assets are now stuck in the platform pending results of the bankruptcy proceedings. However, we have good news. The foundation said it amounts to less than 1% of its funds. But there's more. The Solana Foundation holds approximately 3.24 million shares in FTX, along with 3.43 million FTT tokens, and around 134.5 million Serum tokens, or SRM. That stash of FTT tokens is worth around 4.36 million, and the Serum is worth around 29.3 million. But that's down quite substantially. Remember, the FTT tokens is now 4.36 million. On Monday, it was 75.5 million. The Serum tokens were 101 million. The foundation also noted that $40 million worth of so-called Solet assets, those are wrapped Solana versions of major cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Ethereum, are impacted by exposure to FTX. Those assets had been backed by the exchange. The status of those underlying assets are unknown. So we're peeling the onion. What's happening with FTX? What's happening with people who had stakes in FTX or liquidity or had their tokens stored on FTX? Well, now we're finding out a little bit more of the onion. Alameda Research used prior knowledge of tokens that were scheduled to be listed on FTX to buy ahead of public announcements. Basically, they're front-running the market. Between the start of 2021 and March of this year, Alameda held around $16 million worth of 18 different tokens that were eventually listed on FTX, front-running all of them. Now, if you guys remember, this is a bad thing. Former OpenSea product manager, Nate Chastain, allegedly used the internal information about what NFT collections were going to be listed on OpenSea, and he got arrested and charged in June. By the way, he allegedly did this, but this is a bad thing if it is true. And finally, which I think this is pretty interesting, Ikigai Fund founder Travis Kling announced on Twitter that most of its assets are stuck in FTX. Rumor has it around 90%. He said, by the time we went to a draw on Monday, we got very little out. And this is interesting because I was talking to a buddy this morning and FTX was used as the institutional or institutional investor hub into cryptocurrency. And so now that this is gone, not only are a lot of institutions and institutional investors burned, therefore... There's going to be a lot of scared money sitting on the sidelines, not going into crypto. Uh, but there's no more tools for the institutional investor. And if that is the case, and that is true, we're going to be losing a lot of liquidity, a lot of money going into the space. 
And we're talking about Ikigai, but this is not the only fund. Ontario Teachers Pension Fund, they put $95 million into FTX. Now, they said that this is just a drop in the bucket. There's a lot more money. This, this is not going to hurt the pensions, but teachers pensions funds were in FTX. Also, $30 million from crypto investment group CoinShares was in FTX. Travis Kling said this, If crypto is ever to recover and continue its journey to make a world a better place, I believe the entire concept of trust has to be completely re-architected. Bitcoin is trustless. Then we build all these trusted things around it. And those things have failed catastrophically. And that is the truth. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Again, remember, email me, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-A-A-R-O-N at Decrypt.co. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.